This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Whatever is happening, the world can't stop our joy. Joy is a spiritual thing. Glory to God. I want to read something from Isaiah chapter 52 this morning. Uh, or there is so much feasting going around. Do not stop praying. Watch and pray. Alright? The Bible says that God created times and seasons. He created lights in Genesis 1 so that there will be times and seasons. Seasons are very important to God. A in his wisdom, he made man to have the ability to divide seasons. So you have 2010, 2011. And when you are about to cross from one season to another, whether by the uh, times of this world or by spiritual timing, it becomes very necessary to be very sensitive and to offer prayers. On Friday, on Saturday, and on Sunday, we'll be fasting and praying for 2019. We pray for 2019 when we fasted the whole of August already. But we just need to do another preparation these three days. And I want to say, so Friday is 7 in the evening, Saturday is 7 in the morning. Then on Sunday, I wanted us to just pray during the service next week. But the Lord ministered to me that that's not what I'm requesting for. A real time of prayer cannot be done during service. So Sunday evening, we are coming back here by 6 p.m. next Sunday to pray. And that one also, we don't know where it will end. There is no rocket science about a kind of spiritual revolution. The more you pray, the more angelic intervention you have asked to. Period. I hope that in 2019, a good number of those of you listening to me, I hope to say this second service also when we have everybody around. I hope those of you listening to me will make up your mind not to live as a carnal Christian in 2019. When there is a prayer meeting, you are never there. But when there is a concert, you are there. You have no roots. You have no roots. Jesus said, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Prayer is the most important activity in the church of God, apart from the word. Word and prayer. Acts chapter 6 verse 4. The Bible said, they said, we'll give ourselves to prayer to the ministry of the word. If you're, if you don't, uh, if you are not seriously engaging in these two activities with the rest of the church, and you are in other activities, you are out. When the church calls for prayer meeting, you don't go. When they call for a concert or dancing meeting, you are there. Sincerely speaking, it is true that the gate of hell is already open. The closer we are getting to the second coming of Christ, the more chaotic it will be in the world. You need to know where your hope lies. And when we say prayer, it's not about praying about our need. That's just about 15%. Over 70% of Christians' prayer should be about praying for the world. So Paul said, I exhort therefore first of all, First Timothy chapter 2, that exhortation, exhortation, supplication, intercession, giving of thanks, prayer, be made for all men. 
Why did he say first of all? He said before you pray for yourself at all. He said first of all, first thing first. We must pray. There's no alternative. It's a strong word to use, but I will use it. God has limited himself to the prayers of the saints. If they don't pray, it doesn't move. Yesterday when we were here praying in the morning, they were people in their houses who just woke up and just sat down. You, you need to get rid of such things. Into the way I set my time. Number one, I've already told myself that true rest is where we get to heaven. True rest is where we get to heaven. You know, I was, I, 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 somebody was telling me, he was reading about Paul Kagame, the president of Rwanda, which is the country that is leading Africa right now. And the man, the man said that he sleeps for just three, four hours a day. There's, there's no place for people taking things easy, you know. They said they are praying, you are just at home, just, I'm just tired. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, we need to shake up some people from stuff like this. Let nothing hold you down. And can I say this also? Be a soul winner in 2019. It's important. And you know what? The best way starts from the first day of the year. And stick to it. The first day of the year, make up your mind that you will not pray less than one hour. And refuse. Even if you are not feeling fine. On the bed there, pray. Make up your mind. Hold it. Once you let that first day go, that's all. So now people are beginning to make the resolution. But January 1st will be a test. Make up your mind that whatever you are starting, you will start on the first day and you stick to the end. Did you hear that? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is very, very important. So what I want to tell you this morning briefly is that I don't know whether it was Albert Einstein that said that the problems that we create at some levels cannot be solved with the intellectual capacity of that level. So something like that. that yeah. When you create a problem at a level, you need a higher level to be able to solve the problem. It is true. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to give a charge briefly to everybody. You cannot enter 2019 with the garment of 2018. And I want to speak briefly on next level. The next level of your life will require <laughs> change your garments. <laughs> I'm not saying go to a boutique, even though that might be necessary at time for some people. But I'm saying, <laughs> Isaiah 52, let's read. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I am not just teaching this morning. It's also a prophetic word for somebody. I'm announcing your next level in the name of Jesus Christ. But I need to show you from the word of God steps that you need to take. Amen. So the Bible says, Awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. Stop there. Garments are very important to God. Amen. Amen. I, okay. It's also a message that we will talk more about next year. So usually I start, I might skip it for a while, then I'll come back to read, you know, the way I, I so. But let's just start this way. Say, put on thy beautiful garments. So, it's an instruction to somebody not wearing the beautiful garments. Put on thy beautiful garment. Why? See, in the realm of the spirit, or in the word of God, garments represent the outlook of your life. In Luke chapter 9, verse 29, 27, 29, 29, when Jesus went, and that's the title for, for our work night service, 
when Jesus experienced transfiguration, his clothes changed. And his out external expression changed. Because you can't be transformed without your garment being transformed. Hallelujah. And garments in the Bible represents your identity. The outlook of your life. Your expression. How people perceive you. And it manifests in how you talk, how you think, and your appearance. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I will show you some few examples to get to understand how this is, how important this is to God. Zechariah chapter 3. Let's start with the first man. Then we go to Joseph. Then in second service, I will go to two women in the Bible who changed their garment and something unusual happened. Remember, Mark 10, 46 to 52. Let's start from, I think, what, what, okay. And he came Jericho as he went out Jericho with his disciple, great number of blind Bartimaeus, saw him sat by the highway begging. Next verse. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Next verse. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. I don't know that when you're about to lay hold of something tangible, so I will discourage you. Because precious things are not for the feeble hearted. Those who try and then they stop. Somebody says something and then you are discouraged. You are going for a meeting. An ordinary edict can keep you from a meeting. Edict. Say, I'm not feeling fine, so I'm not. An important meeting. But edicts don't keep you from parties. Wedding reception. And all those things that won't add anything. You, you need to make up your mind that you give attention to things that add value to you, not things that add, things that add nothing to you. Nothing. I have found a long time ago, if I'm not in a party, the party will hold on. They will say that you didn't come, that's all. But see, they can do without you. So, but he cried out the more. Next verse. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Jesus, we always stand still for those who persist in calling him. Luke chapter 18, men ought to pray and not to faint. And they called the blind man, saying, Be of good comfort. People are they are double mouths. The same guys that told him to shut up now saying that he said, Oh, you are lucky, he's calling you. Next verse, and that's where I'm going. He casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. There was no record that he went back to that garment. You see, he was recognized as a beggar. And he understood his timing that he was about to meet with Jesus and his life story would change. So he removed that beggarly garment before meeting Jesus. He was operating by faith. Jesus was yet to open his eyes. But he knew that day when he said, Come, that the end of my identity as a beggar has come today. Are you following me? Where I will not dress according to where you are. Dress according to where you are going to. Are you following me? There are garments that you need to throw away. Words that you need to stop using. Ways of life that you need to get rid of. Glory to God. Let's read about Joseph. In Genesis 37, his father bought him a coat of many colors. That represented the father. The father loved him. And it was the father's joy. 
Joseph wore about four different garments in the Bible. After a while, when the brother wanted to strip him of that glory, of that identity, when they said, here comes the dreamer, come, let's kill him, the first thing they did was remove the garment. With the garment, he was an unusual person who could dream, who was loved by the father. When they removed the garment, the next that happened was that they threw him inside the pits. Your garment determines your level. If you want to know from the from the realm of the spirit to the physical realm, how important this is, if somebody walks in now and is wearing a military uniform, whether you know him before or not, you assume he's a soldier. If you see someone like, it might not be to Billy, someone else with stethoscope and maybe white coat, you know, this is a doctor or a lab technician. But more of a doctor will come to your mind. If you, even if you are Bill Gates and you go to area that you are not known, and you wear clothes that are torn, there is a way people will look at you and fix you. The way you dress is the way you'll be addressed in life. I discovered early in life how to get crash, and I did it as a young boy many times. If you want to go to offices where the protocols are too many and there are security men, dress well and let somebody dress in well follow you. That's all. Immediately everything, they will surpeda. Security men can insult people at the gates, but not people with exotic cars. When police stop some jeeps, they start by saying, sir, before they ask any question. When they see those old cars carrying wood, are you getting what I'm saying? See, this is why dressing well is very important. There is a way you appear like somebody who doesn't need anything. So whatever you say will be on contract level. But there's a way you appear, they believe you are coming to ask for money, so they bounce you. And you're angry, you say life is not fair. So now I'm talking about physical dressing now. That it has it has its place. It is important, it has its place. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If somebody walks in, I remember I went for one meeting one time, it was a, a kind of political stop, and there are security outside. One guy came, he was representing one of the presidential aspirants now, but now then nobody knew. And he was wearing this full guinea agbada and everything. He came to sit down at the front and no security could stop him. Oh, they were talking now. Who is he? I don't know. Who is he? I asked him. Hey, you to go and ask him now. <laughs> so the guy came forward and he sat down. Because what he was wearing showed that this, everybody has zoomed. I was there. We all knew this must be a big guy. And when they came to him, he said, say what? He said, don't worry. He said, don't worry. And no usher could tell him to stand up. How? <laughs> Are you, are you following me? Are you getting what I'm saying? So, I am saying that in the spirit, it represents identity. So, and I'm going to show you the spiritual aspect. That it represents someone's identity. So, um, Joseph, when they were going to send him to the people, when he became a slave in Potiphar's house, in those days, there was a garment for slave. And he moved, so that was the second one in war, coat of many colors, down to garment of slave, and then he went to the a deeper level. And then he was wearing prisoner's uniform. Because he was a prisoner. But when Pharaoh announced, oh dear Lord Jesus, that should be Genesis 40. When he announced and sent for Joseph. Now, I want you to understand this. Whoever came to deliver that message, Joseph, that Pharaoh is calling you, didn't tell Moses, uh, Joseph why Pharaoh was calling him. Pharaoh's calling could be twins. Death or promotion. Two other prisoners. One, two of them were called out. One was beheaded, 
and one was restored. So if we were told that Pharaoh was calling you, it might just mean your last day on earth. But go and read Genesis 41. I'm quoting because of time. As soon as they told Joseph that Pharaoh was looking for him, the Bible says he went to shame and he changed his garments. Oh, glory to God. Praise the Lord. Because he wasn't going to appear as a prisoner. Some man, when he left the prison, something told him that I am not a prisoner anymore and I will not dress like one anymore. I will not stand before Pharaoh looking like a prisoner. Listen to me. Every level in life requires a different way of dressing. If, you're, if your dressing does not match your new level, you'll bounce back to the former level. And second service, I'm going to show them when Jesus entered the wedding reception, he was talking about a, a parable. And the owner of the wedding reception entered the wedding reception and saw a man without his garments. The man was invited in, but he did not know how to robe himself like the people were, and he was bounced immediately. This is very important. Hallelujah. Oh. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. You can't dress as a single when you are married. And I'm not talking about physical dressing. Marriage will change you. There are some responsibilities that will come into marriage that are not part of single life. When you come in as a single and inside the hall of fame of marriage, you are still wearing singles uniform. After a while, you go back. That's why people break up and divorce. If by any chance, the, the story of that man in Mark tells us Okay, so the story is in Luke 20, Matthew 22, 11. The story actually tells us that it is possible at times for people to find themselves in a level higher than them, but if they don't quickly change what they will go back. I will close this part with Joshua chapter, Zechariah chapter 3. Zechariah chapter 3. I want us to read, see something about a man here also. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. And your appearance it's how people give to you in life. Not by your need. People out there can't understand this and they're angry. Even though they all practice it every now and then. Instinctively or intuitively when you are driving, when a beggar asks you for money, even if you are the wealthiest man in Africa, you are likely to pull out, if you are nice, maybe 500 naira or 1,000. Many people will just pull out 20 naira and the beggar will say thank you. The man that is giving beggar 500 might be his way to go and launch someone's album or so, go and be a chairman at a wedding and or chairman at a launching store and he's going to drop 10 million at that store. And it will not occur to him that just give this beggar 5,000. No, it will give the beggar 500. Because people give according to how you appear. It is true. If the man should sit down and think about it, he can actually give the beggar 50,000 without blinking an eye. But you see, it has been worked here that if it's a beggar standing by my car, I look for change. Am I right? And he showed me the high priest, Joshua, before the angel of the Lord, Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. Verse 2. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. Even the Lord who had chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is this not a brand plucked out of fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. Next verse. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garment from him, and behold, I have caused that iniquity to pass away from thee, and I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. This is the high priest. The reason 
why the devil could accuse him was because of the current garment that I was wearing. And God said the first thing we do is that change, change that garment. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh Lord Jesus. Mm. Why did David feel bad when they caught a part of Saul's garment? Why did they part? Why did they cast doubts to pick the garment of Jesus Christ? And why was it that the moment Jesus was captured also they fought? The Bible said that he was wearing a coat without seam. That was one of the best in his time. And when they took him, the first thing they did was also to remove that garment. And they gave him something like a rag. It means a lot. Let the, let the conclusion just be the fact that life is in faces. It is true. And what I'm passing across to everybody is that you don't change when you get to the next level. You dress right now according to the next level you want to get to. This is very important. That means begin to put yourself in a position of your expectations. Begin to act intentionally like Bartimaeus. That when he sensed that something great was about to happen, he already he removed that thing that was on him. I will show you second service how a woman operated in two different garments. That you cannot. You can't. It will limit you. And for some, your garment has to do with how you talk. For some friends around, your cycle has to change. It is true. Otherwise, eventually when Pharaoh made Joseph king, uh, uh, prime minister, he also changed what he was wearing. At every stage in his life, his garments, everything was changing. Right now, everybody under the sound of my voice. If we put up a kind of spiritual goggle and see everybody, there's a kind of garment you are wearing. But the question, does it fit the next level of your life? Yeah. Appearance, both in the physical and in the spirit realm, appearance is very, very important. When you see a 90-year-old man coming in with entourage and the rest, you are likely to respond by saying, Sir, when, when you see an old man who is broke, if you are very respectful, you are still likely to say, Sir. But if you see a younger person, you will not say that. Appearance is very important. Glory to God. But we are taking it from, even though it, it ex, eventually it will extend, or even partly to they have already extended it a little <coughs> to physical appearance. But I'm talking about something spiritual this morning. I'm talking about something spiritual. I'm talking about allowing the glory of the human spirit to radiate from, from within, outside. I'm talking about the way people perceive you changing. Hallelujah. The outlook of your life. I'm talking about transfiguration experience like Jesus experienced it. He got to the mountain and it became so bright all of a sudden. That those who have known you in 2018, when they see you in 2019, everything has changed. But first of all, by faith, by how you express yourself daily, before the change occurs in other areas also. So the expression first. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Your activities, what you do on a daily basis, changing. How you spend your time, changing. Oh, glory to God. 
I don't know whether I said, I, I, I told somebody, getting into something higher. And I said, please stop watching, reduce African magic and start watching BBC. And watch CNN. Understand, because you're about to travel, they just gave you a post. Understand global trends. It's your next garment. If you don't wear it, you get to that office in Zuri where they just posted you to. And you sit down on the table and they say you are not fit. You don't have the garment they send you back. After three months, they feel like they made a mistake in that company advancing you. Because you are still, still comfortable with the old. And Jesus said that nobody sews a new garment with the old. He said the rent will be made worse. He said a new wine must be put in a new wine skin. It's important. This is why it looks at times as if God delays in promoting people. Jesus was talking to about John. And he said, what do you go to see in the wilderness? He said, a reed shaking by the wind. He said, what do you go to see in the wilderness? He said, a man clothed in soft garment. He said, those who wear soft remain are in the palace. That means there is a code of dressing for palace. That was why Pharaoh changed Moses' garments. Uh, Jacob's garments. Uh, Joseph's garments. So if you are in the palace, you can accidentally get there. But if you don't immediately change how you dress, they will know you don't belong here. And they tell you to go. Many times God wants to take people to palace, but they are not, they are they have not yet understood this message. And when they get there, they the same thing. Hallelujah. I told that person because I just noticed the other the person they was having their magic. I said, by the time they ask you a few things about global trends and you cannot answer, they just be like, make no mistake about everybody hear me. LD communications can open doors. It's important. Do not stay at the same level. Don't. So if at that level where it just, I mean, you think just started ground line, they just, it don't just open. If he stayed at level of all he knew was just Nigerian stuff, he wouldn't be able to sell through. That's what the Bible says, lengthen your cord, Isaiah 54. Lengthen your cord means expand your capacity. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. If your current anointing level is level 20, it only solve problems that are less than level 20. Yeah. It is true. You can't deal with demonic forces at a certain level if your level is low. Every Christian has been given authority by the Spirit of God through Jesus Christ. But in exercising our authority, there are jurisdictions. And you have to understand. This is very important. So your aim should be to go higher and higher and higher in all things. Lift up your hands and just bless the name of the Lord. We give all the praise. Father, we worship you. Glory to your name. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. I bless you in the name of the Lord. Everybody here, in Jesus' name, like what happened to Joshua, I speak by the Spirit that you are being clothed right now with garments for the next level. In the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord expand your capacity. May the Lord enlarge your course. May the Lord enlarge your hearts to be able to comprehend things in a bigger way. In the name of Jesus Christ, shout a living amen.
for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.